Good morning. It is a happy hump day, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on April 5th. That's right. The fifth day of April is a hump day. And uh, this Paul coming to you live. Welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Feel free to look around. Give praise and glory. My spirit will be found. Welcome to my church. I'm here every day. Just let me in. Hear the words I have to say. Welcome to my church. Yeah, welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Come on, come on. Just believe in me. I'll catch you when you fall. Let peace in me. Yeah, I'll rule your heart. Welcome to my church. For a brand new start. Welcome to my church. Yeah, welcome to my church. When two or more gather in my name When you drink from my well Never thirst again oh, yeah. Welcome to my church Welcome to my church yeah. Thank you. 
To honor America with the performance of the national anthem, eight-time Grammy Award winner, Chris Stapleton. church as usual the national anthem this time by chris stapleton and uh, the pledge of allegiance by miss lisa's class over at saint ursula villa so there you go and uh they got a uh, pizza party coming to them and uh for doing that and uh, we always try to find something new to start the show and uh, it is uh, now 906 a.m eastern standard time that usually all takes about five minutes, but Chris Stapleton's version of uh, the National Anthem was a, a tad on the slower side, which was cool. Uh, very emotional, uh, very emotional uh, rendition, if I must say so myself. I am a big Chris Stapleton fan and uh, just uh, love, love his music, love his voice. He has got some uh, Pretty dark song. So I thought I wrote some pretty uh, dark stuff at times. But uh, uh, again, it is uh, April 5th, uh, 2023. It is a hump day, and uh, you just got me today. And uh, that's uh, kind of cool. I was going to uh, talk about some of the, give uh, some updates of what's going on with the music because we've got uh, all kinds of cool stuff. If you were listening Monday, uh, I had uh, Pastor Bob Neal in here, Pastor Snoop Dogg in here talking about the light 
which is just continually, uh, continually uh, uh, doing well. We've got a, a lot of really cool stuff that we released with that. Uh, if you've not had a chance to listen to it, I'll probably punch it up here before I leave this morning. Uh, but uh, if you go to uh, YouTube, uh, you can uh, check out the videos we did. I had a uh, lyric video done uh, on that uh, young lady, actually out of Pakistan, an artist uh, that uh, did the uh, lyric video on that. She did a great job on that. And then uh, we had uh, the uh, review done by a professional music reviewer. However, he delivers his stuff in a very unique way. Uh, it's a, a puppet. And uh, it was just kind of really cool. Uh, Pastor Bob got a, a big kick out of it. I got a big kick. Out. Sometimes I, I do stuff just to amuse me. And, uh, and uh, I watched uh, Pastor Bob's face when he uh, watched it. Uh, he called me. His uh, beautiful little wife uh, just loved it. Uh, even though I think you've uh, caught us talking, she's not too sure she cares too much for the uh, actual track itself. Because it is very hard to, um, it's very hard to define what the light is. But here's what I know it is. It is uh, our number three song. Uh, it had hit uh, to be our number two song. And then uh, right now, Lost Souls seems to be taking off rather well again. Uh, and uh, Never Let Me Go uh, is in the number two spot. Then we have The Light. Uh, we have uh, Conception, part one of my life's work. Uh, two rocking chairs at number five. Uh, one Bad Day Away uh, is back up. It's at uh, number six. Uh, Little Yellow House is at number seven. And Before It's Too Late is at number eight. Conception, uh, the piano solo is at number nine. And Little Black Dress comes in at number ten. So uh, that's uh, our top 10 update. And let's go back to the light real quick. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't know on Spotify, which is what we concentrate on, when you are listening to a song in Spotify, if you open the song, uh, there's a thing called a canvas. It's like a little video um, that uh, it's eight seconds. It can be no more than eight seconds. And uh, you can take a look at that. I encourage you to do that with songs when you see it. Uh, open it up and see what you have. Lost Souls, we have a canvas. Uh, Never, let, uh, Never Let Me Go, we have a canvas. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, Never Let Me Go, I do not have a canvas on. Uh, the Light, we have a canvas on. And you can check that out. Conception, we have a canvas on. And um, they're just kind of cool little uh, videos that you put in there. Uh, where are the children? There is a canvas on that uh, as well. And uh, so you can take a look at that. So that's the top 10 there. Uh, and we're just real proud of the light. Uh, and uh, it's 70 some odd degrees here in Cincinnati today. So it is already 75. When I got up this morning, it was 72 degrees. So I think spring has sprung all over us. And uh, so that's kind of cool to see sun's coming up and all that kind of good stuff right now i'm going to play beer boats and my baby i'll be back in three minutes 11 seconds and then we're going to talk about joe biden a little bit we're going to talk about the president of the united states and something that is uh, very important uh, and should be very important to all of us so uh, beer boats and my baby just to get us in the mood 
of uh, summer coming up. Beer Boats and My Baby. I'm going down to the water, boat in tow. Gonna pack my cooler, grab my baby in a bottle of Capitone. Beer boats in my baby for the next two days. Throw that cell phone in the trunk, let the battery drain. Always gets always gets the uh, top listing on all of our songs, and uh, but uh, me and Tiny uh, punched that one up, tightened it up, and uh, we, we have uh, if you're listening to that, uh, Fernando uh, Moncada from Argentina playing uh, the uh, uh, playing the washboard on that. That's a I think that was the first track he's done too for us. And uh, that was the first time we put Washboard on a song. And if you go to 
the Meet the Bootleggers uh, website. You go to our website and go to Meet the Bootleggers. Uh, you scroll on down and you'll see a picture of Fernando with his washboard. And uh, how I hired that guy was uh, if you look closely at the uh, washboard that he's using, it literally says Cincinnati Washboard Company on it, and uh, which is kind of cool. And that's how I hired him. I didn't listen to any of his music. I didn't listen to anything. He just looks like a, uh, an amazingly cool dude, and he slammed it out and did a great job. And uh, then, of course, we got uh, Tiny Roger Tiny Coors on the bass. Uh, we have uh, uh, Dan uh, Dan on the uh, fiddle and Hop Holt on the fiddle. And uh, who else did we have on there? We had uh, Ituna Joe on there, obviously, uh, with the drums. He does most of our drums now. And uh, so we had those guys on there, and uh, me and Roger sang it. So that's what we got happening. So I said that I was going to talk about uh, our president. I do try to not make uh, too many political statements, but this is actually not going. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on this because I want people to really start thinking. And uh, if you are a Joe Biden uh, supporter I'm going to implore you right now to pay some attention. So what is the president of the United States? What is the president of the United States? Write that question down. So the most powerful, influential, and yes, dangerous uh, or good uh, human being uh, really on planet Earth uh, as far as a human goes. Uh, the United States, whether uh, you're one of those people that likes to believe this or not, is, uh, is, the, uh, is the probably the front runner on uh, um, uh, influence, uh, safety, uh, things of that nature. Um, on the on the planet so therefore that man who over the years I remember back when Ronald Reagan was in office and at his age everybody being being worried about uh, uh, was he stable enough um, that person has to be uh, functioning at a, an incredibly high rate and something that has been very disturbing to me uh, of late is um, this man's um, mental uh, faculties. Um, it, it, it's, it's not, some people will say that this is embarrassing to the United States, but I'm going to tell you right now, and again, not, I'm not going right and I'm not going left. I'm going correctly. Um, this man is not, he is not fit. Um, he's probably not even fit to drive a golf cart. Uh, he's probably not even fit to, uh, if he was your father uh, or your grandfather, you would probably not even allow him uh, to go outside by himself and say, walk the dog. Um, and that is highly, highly dangerous. So, I just want people to understand 
uh, how enormously dangerous this is. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's an embarrassment, um, but more than anything, it is highly dangerous. I'm going to play a few clips here uh, this morning, and uh, hopefully people can settle in on some of this. who this week told the world he had cancer. You know what was happening? It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. But it turns out he doesn't have cancer, thank God, he's got COVID. It says something about Biden's diabolical <clears throat> mental state that no one actually believed he had cancer when he said he did. We all assumed it was yet another gaffe, another stuff-up caused by his malfunctioning mental faculties. But the 79-year-old president does have COVID. Let's check how he's doing. This is White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator. As you all saw just a few minutes ago, the president is doing better. He slept well last night. Uh, he ate his breakfast and lunch. I fully. He actually showed me his plate. <laughs> finishing his food you can just picture him proudly holding up his empty plate to prove he's had all these vegetables and deserves jello for dessert so let's check in and that came from uh, sky news in uh, australia and so not only are people in the united states um making fun of number one making fun of which is not a bad thing to make fun of a president but um, they see this danger that we are in right now. And uh, uh, this man, uh, when, when a doctor has to say he ate all his food and he could see the clowny face in the bottom of the bowl, um, folks, if somehow, some way, we have got, we have got to come together, understand we have a massive, massive problem in our country with this man being at the helm. Um, I'm not going to pick a better candidate. I'm not going to discuss what my opinion is of who the next guy should be. Um, but what I am going to say is this is, this is not a good thing. Um, it's, it's not safe. It's not good. Put yourself in, I use the analogy all the time, of put yourself in a airplane. And imagine, if you will, that that was your pilot. Uh, that, uh, that somebody getting on uh, the intercom before taking off rambling as he does, stumbling as he does, getting lost as he does. I know you've seen the videos, and it's, it's certainly one thing we can sit there and we can chuckle and we can laugh, but as you sit back, as I have done over uh, the past uh, few weeks here of watching, um, and you know, knowing that I was uh, in the military, and that is my commander-in-chief that uh, can't find his way literally off of a stage, uh, the videos of him turning around to shake hands of things that aren't there and staring. 
Uh, I'm going to play one. Uh, I'm going to play another clip and then I'll come back and uh, maybe uh, spend some music because that's what you got today is me. Uh, but I want to play this clip. It's uh, four minutes, 15 seconds. Also from Sky News in Australia, they seem to be just tearing, uh, tearing him up, uh, which we should actually be doing. And for some reason, we're not. Uh, I just want you to think about it. Um, go beyond the giggles and the laughs and, hey, that's funny. Uh, it's not funny. first term in office has so far, well, how do you put this politely, been busy. Others, more unkindly, might describe it as complete, total and utter failure. Regardless of how brutal your assessment, there's no debating the fact he's got significant issues. I've always found it challenging to talk about Biden and to analyse his performance in a way that reflects the complexity, in that it's often hard to separate his professional inadequacies of which there are many, from his clearly deteriorating health. The President of the United States must be scrutinised within an inch of his life. He wields too much power for any less. He must be held to account. But what if the leader of the free world is clearly in mental decline? Now, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Understand she gets it. They know it. He needs to be held to a standard. And it's a standard that we're not, we are, we'll, we'll put somebody flying an airplane or driving a truck on the highway is held at a higher standard than the guy who has his fingers and hands on many, many buttons. And uh, he is one gaff away from literally starting a war. Um, understand that. The, the man that sits in that seat has the ability just by his words to start a war uh, and this guy is highly dangerous and it's just the latest in a long line representative jackie are you here where's jackie i didn't think she was, she was going to be here okay thank you thank you this is a series of videos showing him he can't he can't even find his way upstairs. The man is turning around, shaking hands with nothing, with air. What then? Even the completely sympathetic and left-leaning press pack over there are starting to, well do their jobs and put a bit of heat on. What happened in the hunger event today, the president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what happened there? So the president w was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just, I just explained she was on top of mind. So if we can all agree on the fact he's not okay, whose job is it to then step in? Who in the American administration has to intervene and yes, save the world? Sounds dramatic, I know, but unfortunately it's not. Putin has just annexed four regions of Ukraine. Many believe it's so he can justify the use of nuclear weapons. And the threat of China is as real as ever. 
We need America to lead the free world and to do it in a way that maintains some kind of order. At the moment, under Biden, they are ripe for the picking. And to put it bluntly, that means we all are too. And by we, I mean those of us in the world who believe in freedom and democracy, who condemn human rights abusers and authoritarian rule. And yes, I know, if Biden goes bye-bye, then it's hi-hi Kamala. And I get it. It's not exactly a reassuring alternative. In fact, it's almost a more terrifying prospect. Almost. The United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. I know. But the President of the United States needs to, at a very bare minimum, be sound of mind in the most medical of senses. There's nothing amusing nor entertaining about cognitive decline, but there is something terrifying about watching it play out publicly in the leader of the free world, a world where those who wish to do us harm are looking for weakness. And they found it, very sadly, and increasingly convincingly, hook, line and sinker in Joe Biden. So, there you go. And uh, that's what I want uh, people to think about uh, when you're driving around acting like you're supporting uh, this person. Um, all due to the only thing that I can uh, actually come up with is that uh, people are doing it out of a party loyalty type thing. Um, that's the only answer uh, to me is uh, uh, putting putting your party or putting a win, putting a W uh, far, far above uh, the freedom of not only our country uh, and who we are and what we do, but also putting uh, the world at jeopardy, um, all because you want to have the right or the ability to say that your party or your color, your blue versus a red, uh, has won. So what we've done over the past, especially over the past three years, is we've seemed to place our um, winning and or losing above what is best for all. And uh, uh, looking at uh, things just as uh, simple as this scandemic of what we did to children um, just to prove our point or prove our agenda. Uh, in this case, this is a very, very serious, serious situation that we face in this country uh, and in the world. And uh, fortunately, uh, people are starting to maybe recognize it, but I think the wrong people. Um, in my opinion, there should be absolutely uh, not a single, not one uh, support uh, bumper sticker sign or anything for this man right now. What we need to do is get him out of there, and I agree with uh, Sky News. Um, Kamala Harris is not um, even remotely, um, not even remotely an alternative 
but right now, with the remaining time this guy has, uh, we're at such a danger zone uh, that people need to really uh, start to come together. And with that, I am going to spin, come together, and come back and uh, banter just a little bit more uh, this morning. It is uh, now 9.31 Eastern Standard Time on uh, April 5th. And here you go. Come together, folks. Better come together before it all falls apart. Take a look at your history book The repeats about the start Inch by inch has become Mile by mile Bound by the chains of shame Shackled by the comfort of lifestyle So damn easy to blame our Know that divided we cannot stand. So they keep us fighting while they do the little dirty deeds. Next thing you know, they redefine what freedom means. Yeah, it's the perfect storm, and we're sitting in the Stand up for each other Cause freedom like justice Should be blind Set aside our petty differences And have a little heart to heart We better come together soon Or it falls apart
Think about it. And that was uh, Come Together. Uh, we released that in 2021. Uh, actually, uh, right after uh, the man we're talking about, uh, Joe Biden, stroked a pen and said that our bodies were not our choices, they were not ours, and we would comply uh, with getting uh, inoculated and, uh, or lose our jobs, lose our livelihood, lose our freedoms, lose everything. And uh, that was kind of uh, uh, a eye-opener for me. That's when I uh, penned that with uh, Robert Mako. Uh, and I um, uh, punched that thing up and uh, released it. It has uh, done pretty well. I wish it would do better because I wish people would uh, actually listen to it. Uh, what we're talking about this morning at 9.36 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I've been um, maybe a a tad on the serious side, but, you know, I have sat back uh, over the past few years and not really paid too much attention. Shame on me. Uh, I did that for my mental uh, health reasons, and uh, but uh, eventually we need to uh, realize uh, we've got a massive problem, and we have a massive uh, problem with the guy who is running this country. Um, actually, I, I can only make um, massive assumptions that he is actually running nothing other than his mouth. They can't prevent putting him in front of microphones. Uh, he is just one uh, stupid, uh, and it's not even stupid. It's uh, sadly, he, he doesn't know. Um, I've said in the past, I don't believe he even, I don't believe he knows where he is. I, you know, I watched a video the other day of him getting off of uh, the uh, uh, helicopter at the White House and literally not being able to find his way to the White House and he meandered and there's just video after video after video of him uh, meandering around and Secret Service people having to drag him places and, and go find uh, you know basically um, take him by the arm just so he can leave a stage or leave a room um, he's gone. The guy is gone. And, uh, I am calling people out that are still supporting this, um, so selfishly, uh, what we're doing to our country is, is scary. Uh, what we're doing to the world is, is very frightening just because we want to have our guy, um, in the, uh, White House. And trust me, um, I do believe in my heart of hearts if, if I was a, uh, uh, supporter of Joe Biden, uh, I would at the very least, uh, you know, have to admit this guy's got to, he, he's got to go. If, if they even run him uh, again, it just shows uh, the total lack of intelligence and, 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 and belief in freedom, belief in the power of the United States uh, to the free world as the um, uh, Sky News uh, reporter was saying, um, you know, this is not about just us. It's not just about the United States. It's about a lot of uh, a lot of other people that depend on us, and they always have. Certainly, we have our dissenters out there, even in the the um, countries that uh, we have always supported. 
you still have your dissenters, but at the end of the day, uh, most of this globe uh, trots around free because of us and having a powerful uh, figure is so important uh, to that freedom. I'm going to play another clip uh, right now, and uh, I'm just, I am going to dwell on this for a while because I want people, hopefully there's people that will think this through, what is taking place. How weird was that? I mean, the night opened up with the bizarre spectacle of Jill Biden planting a kiss bang on the lips of Kamala Harris's husband, Douglas Emhoff. I tell you what, the internet had a lot of fun with that, and we'll be looking at some of the best memes later on in the show. But all I want to know right now is just how big a bull do you need to throw in the keys to an entire motorcade? Now, of course, there were the usual Biden fumbles. You could just see his brain freeze when he ran into the alphabet soup of sex and gender identities on his teleprompter. It's also passed the Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. LGBT, BGBT, LGBT, he got stuck there anyway, rightio. And then there was also the usual weird shouting we associate with Joe Biden. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Name me one. Okay, dude, you've got the talking stick. We can hear you. And of course, there were the lies, so many of them on everything from the economy to his crude attempts to blame Republicans for the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband, that the, Nance, that the New York Post dubbed the president Joe Lydon. Again, we're going to dive more into this in a moment with the panel. But in the meantime, I think there's also an important point in all of the coverage of the State of the Union that an awful lot of people have missed. Have a listen to this bit. We've already created 800,000 new manufacturing jobs without this law, before the law get, kicks in. With this new law, we're going to create hundreds of thousands of new jobs across the country. And I mean all across the country, throughout not just the coast, but through the middle of the country as well. That's going to come from companies that have announced more than $300 billion in investment in American manufacturing over the next few years. Well, great stuff, but think about what just happened there. A Democrat president, one beholden to the progressive left, has gotten up to deliver his State of the Union, and he sounds, well, right there, he sounded, frankly, a bit Trumpian. I mean, what happened to the good old days of free trade and globalization? Back in the 1990s, when Bill Clinton signed America up for NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement, this was going to save the world. I believe we have made a decision now that will permit us to create an economic order in the world that will promote more growth, more equality, better preservation of the environment, and a greater possibility of world peace. I don't know. It's uh, a little disturbing to me uh, on a lot of uh, different levels so who knows uh so this paul <laughs> it's 9 43 a.m eastern standard time i actually have no clue exactly where i am uh, 
uh, headed uh, to this morning where I was headed to. I just know that uh, this is a, a very scary time uh, to me in our country that uh, we have a leader that his cognitive ability is uh, totally uh, and clearly uh, diminished. And uh, the safety of our children, uh, the safety of the world is uh, very dependent on us. So with that said, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, so we uh, gave some updates on uh, what's going on in uh, the uh, uh, bootleggers world. Uh, very happy about the light and how that has been released. Uh, we gave uh, some updates on the numbers, on Snoop Bob, on things that were going on. Um, I do have uh, some really cool guests uh, lined up. It has been very difficult to get uh, everybody uh, uh, interviewed and uh, mastered and things like that. Uh, but we are moving right along. And uh, if you are paying attention on uh, YouTube when we put the uh, videos up, they're doing really well. And right now I'm going to kind of shift gears for the next remaining minutes and uh, get some uplifting stuff going on. You know what I'm going to play. Little Foggy Doo by Nine Castle Close.
that was my buddy Patrick Disney with Nine Castle Close. Just to kind of lighten things up after my little dissertation. Uh, I hope everybody will uh, kind of think on that, educate people if uh, you are uh, uh, talking to people and uh, they insist on uh, supporting, I guess. I don't know if that's the correct word or engaging in saying that uh, uh, if you see a sticker on somebody's car that says Biden 2024 um, you know, we need, we have a duty to educate them and, uh, just ask them what they're thinking. I think that's all you can do is that's, that's what I would do is, uh, ask people, what, what are you thinking? How, how does this become a good idea? Using the analogy of, um, the airline pilot, I think is always a good one. Uh, back when, uh, all this started with, uh, Biden, I actually had put together a little comedy bit piece, uh, about uh, Joe Biden being uh, an airline pilot. And uh, believe it or not, um, it was kind of Johnny spot on to me because, you know, as somebody who uh, flew a lot, uh, I used to fly a great deal. And, uh, you know, it dawned on me as, uh, because this has been going on quite some time with uh, his mind and his memory uh, being of concern. And, one thing for sure, um, I would not at all, uh, I would not at all uh, stay on an airplane if uh, that man was the pilot. And I don't know many people that uh, probably would uh, stay on the airplane uh, if he was the pilot. Right now, I was talking about the review that we had done for Snoop Bob. Uh, and I am going to play this. So you will have to go and look at YouTube. We've got some really cool stuff up there. Uh, we got some real cool shows that we've uh, placed up there, interviews that uh, I've done. And uh, uh, But uh, the new stuff of uh, Pastor Bob, uh, the lyric video that we had done for uh, The Light, uh, is doing real well. I think it's up to maybe 5,000, 6,000 views, something like that, I think. Uh, and his song is now at our number three, uh, but uh, you can check out the review. I got a short clip. You'll see the short review clip. What that does is it is the start and then the finish uh, of the review. It uh, cuts out the song, but uh, so it's a, a minute and 48 seconds of just fun. I'm going to play that right now. It was a fun thing to do, and it made my buddy Pastor Bob smile, which was really the point. Coming at you with the music review. This one's by Pastor Snoop Bob Neal from Heavenbound Baptist Church in Cincinnati on the corner of Taylor and Wesselman Road. Now I've been looking forward to peeping out this project. So without further ado, this one's called The Light. Now let's go. The light was pleased. The light was pleased. Oh my gracious. What a performance by the amazing Pastor Snoop Bob Neal. The Light is a smooth, thought-provoking piece that speaks to the soul. And it showcases his ability to captivate the audience with his heartfelt delivery and deeply resonant message. The instrumental, with its seamless transitions and mesmerizing melodies, created an immersive and soothing atmosphere that only served to amplify 
the impact of the lyrics. And them lyrics being a lyrical journey of exploration through the human experience, touching upon things of spiritual growth, worldly temptations, and the transformative power of finding one's way back to the light. So all in all, you know I gotta. Gotta give it a 10 out of 10, and y'all need to check out the rest of his projects, because you already know there's even more magic where that came from. So until next time, it's your boy Puppethood bringing you the bangers. <laughs> and that was Puppethood, uh, who uh, I think I'm going to uh, hire this guy to do uh, a lot of reviews. He is a actual professional uh, music reviewer. He just delivers his stuff in a different way. Uh, he's got all kinds of puppets now. Pastor Bob actually thought that was me doing that. As a matter of fact, so did several people. My daughter, uh, Olivia, even uh, said she thought that was me uh, doing that. But that was not. I do not have a puppet. Uh, and uh, that was that there. I did, and I am going to close out with uh, a uh, bit that I did back in uh, 32621 of uh, Joe Biden, I talked about the uh, uh, being the pilot. What if he was the pilot of your airplane and uh, he came on the thing? So I did find that. I think it is amusing. I found it uh, rather funny. And it's a minute and 27 seconds. I'm going to go ahead and play it. And uh, here you go. Your uh, captain speaking. Um, we're uh, welcome to um, uh, flight. Uh, uh, what was it? Flying to Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, we're going to be taking off here in, uh, um, as soon as we're in the air, and uh, looks like the weather's going to be uh, uh, weather, um, and uh, um, hold on just a minute, uh, my co-pilot is sitting right, right next to me at this time, and uh, uh, we want to make your flight as comfortable as possible. Um, uh, those people in the back there waiting on you uh, are here to make your, uh, your experience better. Um, uh, um, I'll check back with you. Now, <laughs> sometimes I crack myself up. Uh, that was done in uh, 2021, 326 of 2021, looking at the timestamp. And, uh, you know, that's how real that is. I mean, think about it. I'd be jumping off that airplane quicker than crap. And, uh, but that's exactly what we have running uh, and controlling our airplanes. It controls everything. It controls the military. controls our safety. And, uh, yes, I uh, did want to uh, bring that up. So, right now, I am going to get out of here. It is uh, 9.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am going to play Jesus is to be praised. If you remember, we released that in seven languages uh, in English, Spanish, French, Italian, Serbian, Turkish, and Hebrew. And uh, I am going to actually play 
Uh, one of my favorite versions is the uh, French version. I think she did a, just a magnificent job, and I'm going to play that, and then I'll turn it over to the autopilot, and you guys have a great rest of your hump day. Uh, if you're in Cincinnati local, we've got some nice weather out there, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get out and do some stuff, uh, and it holds through the Easter weekend. So here is Jesus is to be praised. The French version, I have been Paul Jones, coming to you live from the studios on Race Road in between Ron's Roost and the Closed Steak and Shack. Yeah. 